welcome back to The Cellcast Presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts, a commentary and analysis show that goes through the games one small step at a time. Today I am starting Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, but before we get too far into it, I need to explain a little bit about this game's history. See, this game is available, and you can still actually go download it on uh, either iOS or Android, or wherever you download smartphone games from, whatever device that is that you've got. You can go and you can download this game. Uh, when you download it now, it contains two, essentially two games, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross and Kingdom Hearts Dark Road. We're not going to cover Dark Road right now. We're going to come back to it. But we're starting with Union Cross, and this is where it gets a little complicated. Because, you see, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross began life as Kingdom Hearts Key. That key is with an X. It's spelled with an X. It is the... Because that character that we look at that looks like an X is actually the Greek letter Key. Since keys come up a lot in this, it's kind of a nice little, what do you call it, pun, I guess, in a way. But yeah, we, we're starting. it started off life as Kingdom Hearts Key, which was a internet browser-based game, which then got ported to cell phones and extended. And, now, and then it was called Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key. And then it was somewhat ported into a online MMO type of cell phone game that then went under the name Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. All this entire time using the same X-shaped character between uh, Key, Unchained Key, and Union Cross. But now the X stands for Cross instead of Key because... Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I've done some looking up trying to figure this out, why they changed the name. I don't know, to be honest. But, yeah, that's how this game... That's why the, the title of this game is kind of strange. Especially when you look up there, you'll know it kind of look on the file name, it looks like it says Key... Or it looks like it says Kingdom Hearts X, but it's actually Key. So, or Cross, depending on how you look at it. Either way, uh, when you go and open this game, you'll get a menu option that says either KHUX Start or KHDR Start. The UX is dark, is a Union Cross, while the DR is Dark Road. We're not going to go into there. But before you even get that chance, a notice pops up with a web, web page that talks about the offline version of the game now that it exists. Just go ahead and close that because we're not even going to deal with it. And then you just hit Kingdom Hearts Union Cross Start and you come up to the main screen. You will see uh, Theater Mode and Classic Kingdom. Classic Kingdom is literally, if you remember those Tiger Electronics or, uh, Game and or the Nintendo Game & Watch games, that's essentially what Classic Kingdom is. It's those kind of games, but made to look like, you know, it's made to look like those games, but they're, you know, played on your phone. Along the bottom of the screen, you'll have titles, name, union, and outfits. This game, because it was an MMO, is based around the idea that the player character is just a random person, namely you. 
So, yeah, we don't have... Our main character is us, for the most part. So you actually get to choose, you know, what that character's name was, is. I went with Drew, since that's my name. You can pick an outfit uh, of any size you want. You can, and you can be male or female, if you so desire. Uh, you then can pick a union. Now, unions in this game are basically the general affiliation that your character has within the universe because what's going to happen is you're going to learn all these characters are affiliated with these unions. Basically, pick the one you want. You've got the one that's a, that's a unicorn, you got a snake, you got a bear, you got a tiger, and then you got the fox. I went with the fox because, well... What does the fox say is is a, always a very good question. Uh, for key uh, up at, above all that, you can pick a keyblade. You you can start off with star uh, starlight, which is the basic general keyblade that you can use that is used throughout the game. But you can then go through a bunch of different other ones. Uh, since this is actually the first Kingdom Hearts game I'm talking about, I guess I should explain what a keyblade is. A keyblade is basically a special type of sword that can uh, destroy uh, many types of enemies that normal weapons cannot. Um, it is in the shape of a key because it does some other key-like functions along with being used as a sword. Now, I say a sword. This thing it kind of works more like an axe with a hand guard is basically kind of how it works. But, uh, yeah, you can pick whichever one Keyblade you like the look of, and you can even change forms to make it more and more fancier. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you could, in the original game, you could actually, uh, these are all things you had to unlock, all these forms and such. Uh, in my case, I went with Fenrir in form four because it's, look, well, it's, it is still a cool-looking keyblade, but without being too ostentatious uh, compared to some of the other ones as they get crazy. Uh, the craziest one I'm looking here, and it's the one I nearly went with, was the Moogle O'Glory, which just looks absolutely ridiculous in all four forms. But no, I went with Fenrir because it looks nice. Outfit-wise, I'm using the street-style clothes with the tramp-style haircut. The brown hair. I don't know how to describe which one of these facial features is, other than it was the simplest looking one. And skin color, I went with kind of a light tan, because I'm light tan. And that's what I went with there. At that point, you can, you can, hit, uh, you can select a title. Title at this point is not necessary. I, do pick, I did pick some, one that said Adventurer Wielder, because I wasn't sure. Uh, which one to go with but that's the one I went with and then you hit nameplate to set it and then you just go into theater mode and you are given a bunch of squares to pick from representing different worlds that the original game did and then underneath that you will see a bunch of listing of uh, cutscenes because unfortunately the support, the gameplay support for this game is now gone because I guess the servers were too much to keep up with. But in order to keep the game going, since there are some things that appears 
to be important for this in the story going forward, they uh, do allow us to continue watching the cutscenes. So uh, the other interesting little thing here that I don't understand myself is the fact that you know when you first look at this, you'd think you could oh start with the first one of these pictures and then just watch all of the uh, cutscenes underneath it and then go to the second one and then do that. You'd think that's how it works. Unfortunately not. For reasons unknown to myself, nor information that I could find, the cutscenes are not in chronological order, which to me makes absolutely no sense. So I did actually have to go off on the internet and bring, find a listing of the cutscenes in the order they occur instead of having going through the cutscenes in the groupings that they have them in. I still don't understand why Square Enix or Disney decided this was a good good way to group these. You would have thought they would at least had a chronological playlist if you're trying to, you know, let people find the cutscenes they want to watch if they want to watch one again and they could just easily say, "Oh, this happened in this world," and then you go search for it. But they didn't decide to do that. And they didn't put a playlist for people trying to experience this the story of this game for the first time. They just put it all there. Now, I also have to admit that while I did play a little bit of this game before the servers went down, I did not finish the game then, nor have I watched through these cutscenes before now. So, along with commentary and analysis... For these first couple episodes, you're also going to get uh, reactions to what's going on in these scenes. So I think that's going to end up being the next episode, looking at the timeline as it passes. But uh, if you want to be able to watch these along with myself as I experience them for the first time, I will post a link to a Google Doc in the um, show notes for this episode so you will know what orders to watch them and also and you don't have to do the research I did but uh yeah I'm going to be starting off with like the first three cut scenes that are on that list for next episode so join me then and uh we will see how this journey leads us going forward the Cellcast is a member of the pop americana and culture box media networks for more information about shows in those networks please check the links in the description the Cellcast presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts as a production of the Cellcast podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at cast underscore cell, on Facebook at the Cellcast, on Twitch at the Cellcast Gaming, and you can email us at the Cellcast Podcast at gmail.com or visit us on our webpage at thecellcast.podbean.com. Our theme music is Trinity by Tyler Spirian and is a remix of the song Dearly Beloved by Yoko Shimomura from the franchise Kingdom Hearts. The Cellcast podcast has no affiliation with Square Enix, Disney, or for that matter, anyone else connected to the Kingdom Hearts franchise. The Cellcast Presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts is a fan production, and no copyright infringement is intended or implied. Kingdom Hearts is owned by both Disney and Square Enix. This podcast also is not intended to be a replacement for playing the games. Please go and play them yourself.